Hello and welcome to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I am your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, where I'm here to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Hey you guys, welcome back for yet another episode. We are getting down to crunch time for our wedding and for all of what's going to be a very, very busy month. We've got our wedding. And then like I was saying last week, we have our wedding. I'm going to a wedding out of state the following weekend. And then at the gym, we are hosting what's called the Catalyst Games. And uh, it's it's usually a much bigger, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of athletes. And we're doing a much smaller scale. But nonetheless, a lot of planning that goes into that. So we've been talking to sponsors. And I'm so excited because... First Form is a sponsor, and I've been with that company now for, oh my gosh, I think 2016. So I'm excited that they're hopping on board. So it's just, it's been really fun planning that event, growing my practice, working, trying to plan a wedding. It has been crazy. But things, you know, I've I've made sure that I'm, no matter how busy, no matter how stressed, no matter how overwhelmed I get, I make sure that I'm sticking to my routine. I do my morning and nighttime routine every day, no matter how crazy things get. Um, and another thing that I make sure that I'm always doing is exercise is a non-negotiable in what I do. And that's what I'm going to talk about all. That's what I'm going to talk about today is exercise and why exercise is medicine in so many different facets. And I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to break down seven different reasons why exercise is medicine to me. It's a non-negotiable for me. You know, and I don't, when I say exercise, I don't just mean going and crushing a CrossFit workout or going and hitting a PR in the gym. Exercise is a lot of different ways and I incorporate it into my life in a lot of different ways. And, you know, if we go back to the ancestral health podcast where I was talking about, you know, constant movement throughout our day, and that's kind of where the whole 10,000 steps a day thing came from is because on average, that's about what our ancestors and that's what indigenous hunter gatherer tribes, that's about how active they are throughout the day, about 10 to 12,000 steps a day. So that's obviously something I shoot for just because I'm, I'm a huge number goal type of person. So I really feel good. That's just where I feel good. I feel good the more that I move throughout the day. And I think that's super important. And movement can be so many different things. Movement can be weight training. Movement can be yoga, tai chi, you know, stretching, walking, running, biking, anything, standing more at your desk and getting up and taking a lap around. I mean, movement can happen in so many different ways. And it's what's really important is it's really important when you are finding a way that you would like to move. It's important to to find something that you like. I think it's really important to not just stick in our comfort zones all the time. And it is really important for us to be able to push ourselves. And we have to learn how to make ourselves uncomfortable in order to be stronger and more resilient. And I will talk about that a little bit today. And I will talk about that, I think, in a future episode on how to kind of fix or how to find you know a program that works for you and a routine that works for you. But I'm going to kind of go through these seven things on why exercise is medicine and why we need to start using it more that way. And, you know, instead of just using it as a sole weight loss tool or, you know, instead of just using it for one thing, we need to understand all of the benefits that's going into it, all of the whole body holistic approach that this amazing tool that we have at our exposure, whether we have access to a gym or not. I mean, you can get exercise whether you pay hundreds of dollars for a gym membership or not. 
you know, there's, I obviously love working on a gym and I, I am, I do have slight bias towards weight training for a lot of reasons, uh, health wise and other, you know, it's, it's very, very, very important, but you know, you can even just do body weight stuff and that's free and that you just need yourself. So there's really no excuses when it comes down to, I don't have time to exercise or I don't, I can't exercise cause I don't have X amount of equipment or whatever. It's, we all have our, our body and we all have 10 to 15 minutes. Every single one of us does it, a workout. I think or an, an exercise, I think that we think that it needs to be hours in a gym and, you know, time spent where we are totally smoked and gassed after, and we're sweating a whole ton. And those workouts are amazing when I, when you can have them, but for a lot of people whose schedules are crazy, maybe you work 10 to 12 hours a day, maybe your mom and have kids and you know, your day is, I, I, I have worked with quite a few people where their day is packed, but I'm, I say, Hey, can you take 10 to 15 minutes on your lunch break and get a hit workout in or go for a walk after dinner with your family? I mean, ways that we can add frequent movement in, I, we all can add it in more. We just need to be a, kind of aware of, aware of how to do that. And when we do do that, facets of their health change in so many different ways. Self-confidence goes up, blood markers get better for various things. You know, weight loss obviously is going to occur. You know, there's just so many different things that go into exercise and why it is such an underused form of therapy and medicine. So the first reason that I think that exercise is essential is for stress management. It is, it is the best way to blow off steam. It's the best way to just be with yourself and be focused on what you're doing in that movement. Kind of like a meditation, you know, you're focused on your breath during a meditation. Well, when you're working out, that is your time to push yourself and get better with whatever time frame you have, whether you have five minutes, whether you have 10 minutes, whether you have 60 minutes, that is your time to be present and be pushing yourself and not think about anything else. And I'm guilty of this. I'll look at my phone. I'll scroll through social media in between sets. That's really why I like more CrossFit style workouts because I'll set the time I'll do my lift. And then I, I, it doesn't give me as much time to dilly dally and scroll and whatnot, but it is any type of exercise. You know, my morning walks are the most meditative thing that I do for myself. They are amazing. I look forward to them. That is how I'm setting the day. I'm setting the day on a good note. And like, there's just so many incredible stress relieving benefits. And obviously if, you know, people are running too high stress and then they're going in the gym, they're crushing two a days and they're, they're really not giving themselves adequate time for cortisol to go down. That is where exercise can be too much. There's, there is a fine line sometimes where people really can overdo it, but that's where I think sprinkling in all of these different forms of exercise into what you feel is therapy. You know, if you're someone who loves to crush the weights and crush a great workout, that's great. But I don't suggest doing that multiple times a day, you know, find other avenues, maybe do yoga or take the dog for a walk or, you know, just go, walk around or take a bike ride in nature or something like that, you know, find all of these, use all of these different forms of movement throughout your day um, so that you can get the most out of this stress management part of it. And I think that that's super important. And because we're releasing hormones, like, so you're going to release hormones such as endorphins. Those are your feel good hormones. And you're also going to kind of suppress those 
those hormones that can be released that cause us to want to stress eat and binge eat. So that's kind of nice. Like whenever people are super stressed and they want to just binge in their pantry, I just say, just go outside and just go for a quick walk. And that craving really quickly goes away because we're releasing other hormones. Our body can also release endocannabinoids, which are kind of, it's a, it's like our body's internal cannabinoid receptor system. So those are again, relate to kind of the feel good hormone. So that's super interesting. And if you aren't utilizing exercise in some type of facet as a stress management, you're really missing the boat there. There are a lot of different people who I've worked with where, you know, history of anxiety, depression, and if we get them moving in some aspect and some aspect that they enjoy that pushes them, that challenges them a little bit, but also encompasses all the other things that we're talking about today, they really start to feel an incredible and improvement. And I think that just speaks to how wonderful this free medicine is. So the next reason the exercises medicine is for weight management and body fat management. Obviously, you know, that's, that's honestly a huge reason why people are drawn to exercise in the first place. They want to lose weight. They want to lose body fat, which obviously is very important during COVID. And many people did not exercise during this time. Some people did, some people did nothing. And, you know, therefore body fat and weight got a little higher, which increases inflammation, increases insulin and all of these things that are causing this virus to be even worse. But anyways, you know, the reason that this is so important is because that's also another reason that people start to to just start to feel better is because excess weight starts to shed and, you know, and this is all comes from like the thermogenic effect of one burning calories, which is important. You don't want to burn too much. And we're, we're in this society where it's like, okay, just exercise more and eat less. And that please just don't do that because that turns into a hormone disaster. And then you'll be paying money to come work with me because that is pretty much all the people that I work with. They have been in this diet culture for too long. Their body shuts down, their metabolism shuts down, their thyroid shuts down. So again, it's, it's, it's Goldilocks. It's this not too much, not too little. It's just just perfect. And I think that tapping into our intuition and seeing what works for us is really, really, really important. It's really important to give yourself, you know, days that you work out less intense and you just maybe go for a walk and, you know, kind of sprinkling that in. And it's, it's really important to know that because it is very common to hit weight loss plateaus because of that's more so diet related, but you want to make sure you're recovering. And I could go down a whole rabbit hole with that, but you know, it goes down to the energy expenditure as you know, people lose fat because they're putting on muscle and muscle at rest is what's going to make you burn calories. The more muscle you have, the more calories you burn, just literally doing nothing. I got an in-body scan. We do one, we do them at the gym at chosen athletics. If you're local, come get one. They're amazing. Uh, I got one just cause I was curious. And so for reference, I weigh about 136 pounds. So if I were calculating my own macros and if I were to just sit on the couch all day, I would burn, I would need at least 3000 ish calories or not 3000 calories. Oh my gosh. 1300 calories minimum. And I'm, I've never even, I don't even come close to that. I eat a lot more than that, but on the body, it takes into account your muscle mass and it gives you kind of an updated based on your muscle mass and everything else. It gives you an updated what your basal metabolic rate is. And my basal metabolic rate, according to the body was over 1500 calories. So just at rest without doing anything, that's how much my body's burning. So just to put into perspective of how important and how cool muscle mass is, is you can eat more <laughs> and you, your body's going to burn more, just literally doing nothing. I'm burning calories 
here recording this podcast solely because of the fact that I have muscle mass. If you aren't weight training and putting lean muscle tissue on, you are losing a huge part of the fat loss portion of exercise. So third one that kind of also goes into the weight loss, fat loss management is insulin and glucose regulation, which is a huge way on how you can make yourself metabolically healthy. Refer to my previous podcast. If you want to learn more on that last week's pot or no, two weeks ago was all on metabolic health and metabolic health is, you know, relating to abdominal and visceral fat with, you know, insulin and glucose and feelings of hanger and constantly feeling like you need to be eating and all of that kind of stuff. Well, the reason that insulin and glucose regulation with exercise is so important is because when you're exercising, it is allowing your body to step, tap into your stored muscle, muscle glycogen, which is going to help your insulin and glucose sensitivity a lot. Because if you're burning what's in your muscle, when you eat it, when you eat carbs, that's what's going to go, it's going to go right to your muscle instead of going to fat tissue. So burning through those, uh, stored forms of glycogen, AKA stored carbs in your muscle allows you to be able to better lie, better utilize it. So that's a huge, huge reason. And, you know, weight training is the best, but also ways that you can just do this is going for, like I said, in that podcast, 10, 15 minute walk after any type of movement after meals really helps kind of that shuttling process and making sure that that, uh, those carbs go to, you know, your muscle tissue, and then you can use them for energy and, you know, metabolic health can really start with just starting to be active. I mean, they did a study in people who routinely got 10, more than 10,000 steps a day. They had them for, I forget how many days it was three to five days. They got less than 5,000. They all became metabolically unhealthy. Their insulin level shot up the rest, their, uh, non-fasting and fasting glucose shot up and, that's insane. That's just from a few days of less activity. That's insane. I'm not going, I'm not saying like you need to crush it every single day because like I said, you know, we, there's that balance, but less than 5,000 steps a day. I mean, that is pretty sedentary. That's, that's really not moving a whole ton. You know, uh, what is that? Not even, it's like a mile and a half, two miles. And, and you don't realize how quickly you can get that from just being more conscious of doing chores around the house, taking the dog out or take playing outside with your kids or whatever, you know, so that it really does go into effect on how just even small and free medicine, free exercise can, can really impact your metabolic health. Next number four is resiliency and longevity. Uh, exercise is in, in every single study I've read in chronic ill people, the people that do the best. And the people that survive and thrive the longest are those that exercise. It's just period. End of story. They, because for so many different reasons and, you know, you're, they're maintaining muscle mass. They are pushing themselves. They're in their, they're partaking in stress management. They're doing all of these things that I'm talking about. And obviously I'm here to help you all prevent chronic disease. But if you're in a place where that is the case, keep moving. A body in motion stays in motion. A body that keeps pushing themselves and the body that keeps working is going to survive and thrive the longest. Muscle mass is directly connected to longevity, especially in older populations, postmenopausal and menopausal women, you know, because osteoporosis is very prominent. Uh, but the more muscle you have, the stronger your bones are going to be. So that's why weight training is important, not only, you know, in teens, twenties, thirties, it's important for a lifetime to be strong. And that can look a little bit different on everybody, but that's why it's so, so important. And, 
you know, for it, for athletes, that's a huge reason why I got into weight training is because I knew that the stronger that I was, I was going to protect my body more from injury. I still end up tearing my ACL fluke thing, cleat stuck in the ground. But you know what? If I hadn't been strong before that, I would have been in a world of hurt because I kept working out. I, and I pushed myself after surgery and I forget that I tore my ACL sometimes because my body just was so quick to adapt and so quick to come back because I had made it strong and resilient and continue to make it strong and resilient through this day. I mean, I tore my ACL 2012, it's 2020 and I still train for resiliency and and, and to prevent injury and to just keep myself going for a lifetime. And I think that that should be everybody's goal. And if you're not at tapping into that aspect and looking at exercise as, as that type of a benefit, then you most certainly should because it's it's got a ton of benefit. Number five uh, in terms of benefits is community, connection, and belonging. Whether you belong to a gym, you belong to an online community, you you know, just post what you do and you share what you do, or you work out with people that you love sense of community. Like I talked about in episode six, ancestral living community is a huge aspect of our health. And it's something that a lot of people don't utilize. And especially with these last few months, people have had quite a lack of community and a lack of connection, but that is one of the biggest things that we can do to help our health. I mean, we are tribal beings. We are we are meant to be in connection with people. So whether you go to a gym that you love or you go to classes that you love or you're connected with people online or you work out with people that you love. Some of my favorite workouts are ones that I do with other people. I love working out by myself because it's my time, but I also love that connection of working out and pushing myself with other people. And I think that's why I'm so drawn to the type of training that I'm doing now is because there is that sense of connection and that's a huge, huge, huge part of health. And it's so important. And kind of the next one I want to talk about is number six, which is self-confidence. And if there's one thing that being strong and pushing myself and constantly improving has through exercise has told me is it's given me a huge sense of self-confidence. I was always so skinny and like so tiny. And I started lifting and seeing muscle definition and then being able, you know, I couldn't even bicep curl the bar and then being able to do that and push I mean, just, and now seeing where I'm at now and it's just, it's, it really is one of the best things that you can do for self-confidence seeing what you couldn't do before. And then when you can do it, it's, it's incredible to see how far you've come and how much you are capable of. And I think we often set limits on ourselves like, Oh, I have a bad back. I'm never going to deadlift or squat or I have this, we set limits. I've had this injury. We'll stop doing that because the only limits that we have are the ones that we put on ourselves. I've had people who had blown out discs before return to activity and be able to deadlift a ton of weight. I've had people with injuries be able to surpass their numbers before the only, the only, my mom's freaking crushing it, working out and with breast cancer. I mean, The only limits that we put on ourselves are seriously the only, it's only put on by ourselves. We are capable of so much more and we are so much more strong and resilient than we give ourselves credit for and exercise helps us validate that. And it's, it's, you guys, it's just so important. So important. Um, And then kind of piggybacking off that is number seven, challenging and pushing ourselves. We are in a place, a lot of people don't like to be uncomfortable. We don't, We don't like to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations. We don't like to do what we're not good at. We don't like to push ourselves. We don't like 
to challenge ourselves. And I don't know where that came from, but the inner, like the inner athlete and I'm so competitive. And so that in me is just always burning. Like if I'm not good at something, I'm going to make myself be good at it, whatever it is, yoga, flexibility, strength. You know, I just started getting into more like Olympic lifting, like snatching and being a lot more technical with that and cleans. And it's hard. It's hard seeing other people in the gym do it with such grace and ease and so much more weight than me. But it's amazing because I know that it's pushing me and it's challenging me. And, you know, there's some workouts where I'll look at it and I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. That's going to suck. But I freaking do it. I do it and I push myself and pushing myself past that barrier is amazing. And that we all need a lot more of that in our lives. We all live way too comfortably. We don't like to sweat. We don't like to feel uncomfortable. We don't like to have a hard time breathing. I don't even know what people's excuses are. I really, truly don't. But what I've gathered is that we don't like to feel uncomfortable. (laughs) And and it's essential. We need to be pushed out of this homeostasis so that our body gets stronger and adapts. That is literally how exercise works. It's an acute stressor, but it pushes our body to adapt and be better. Muscle soreness is literally breaking down your muscle. Whenever you're sore, your muscle is damaged. But we have to do that in order for the muscle to rebuild. That's how that works. Um, thank you, exercise physiology. But that is that is how this whole process works. We have to break something down to make it better and make it builder. And sometimes we have to break down our self-confidence a little bit in order to build it up. But, you know, it's, it's all about just finding, you know, whatever is going to work for you in terms of how you are going to get out there and get this movement in and find and tap into this amazing medicine that we have of it, that is exercise and movement and strength and mobility and all of it. It's essential to our health. And I hope that it's something that you guys are going to really just tap into and, and really appreciate all of these benefits that we get and not just fat loss. Cause that's a very common thing is I'm just working out to lose fat. I, I think it's great to look great. And I, I love, I love obviously that, but to me, it's so much more, it is a whole body, a whole body thing for me. And then, and I think that we all need to start looking at it that way. It's a therapy. It's how I'm keeping my hormones healthy within obviously balance. It's how I create strength and longevity so that I can be on this earth for a long freaking time. It's how I create community and connection with people. It's how I've really increased my self-confidence. It's how I challenge and push myself on a daily freaking basis. It's how, um, I manage my stress. I keep myself metabolically healthy and you know, it's, it's, it's all of those to me. And I think that that's, it's super important to, to know that, but yeah. So I hope that you guys are now motivated to get out there and move, you know, whatever that looks like for you, everybody's schedule looks different and everybody's routine looks different, but find what works for you, but make sure that encompasses all of these, uh, in terms of make sure that it's, you know, all the topics that I talked about, it should be pushing you. It should be hard. It should giving, be giving you some self gratitude. You know, it should be relieving your stress. And there's, like I said, it's multiple ways, walking, biking, weight training, circuits, body weight stuff, anything, all anything over nothing is, is kind of my motto here. But obviously, like I said, I'm biased to strength training, but that's just because all the benefits of muscle. I mean, I could do a whole podcast on just muscle health. I mean, it's 
who doesn't want to eat more and who doesn't want to burn more calories just doing nothing? I mean, gosh, if that's how I get people to start strength training, then go for it. And I'll keep preaching that, but there's so many benefits to all of it. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's going to be crazy next few weeks, but I'm going to do my, do what I can to get all these out there and get these posted so that they are ready to be released when this craziness all begins. But I hope you guys have a great rest of your wellness Wednesday and I cannot thank you enough for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. You can put it on social media, tag me. You can write a review on iTunes. That is like really the best way to help support this podcast on that platform. It's all about tricking the algorithm, you know, but, uh, anyways, I, I really appreciate it and I look forward to the messages and you guys are really awesome at at making my day with those. So I, I just want to say thank you and I will see you guys next week. (laughs) 